Hi, this is the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about MRIs and whether or not it's worth the cost. Um, we'll get into when you should have an MRI. We'll get into the research on um, MRIs. They're not great. So, oh my gosh, you know, it makes me always wonder, are we really providing evidence-based medicine in our healthcare system? Um, there's so many things that we do that the evidence just is not there. So we'll get into some of that as well as a little bit about my event. I have an event coming up in one week. It's virtual. So you do not have to live in the Dallas Fort Worth area to come to it. We have links um, in the comment section. Um, it's on the, um, it's a workshop. It's a black back pain workshop on the five mistakes that lead to chronic reoccurring back pain. We see this all the time in our clients. Um, and we're going to get to like what that looks like so that you understand, Oh my gosh, um, I'm going to someone and this is what they're saying. And more than likely it's the wrong place. You need to keep on looking for someone that's going to actually really, um, help you get your life back. Um, honestly, like we see back pain all the time and it's so frustrating that no one seems to be able to help people get lasting, um, results, but we do. And so we'll go into a little bit about what the next steps look like. We have an amazing online course that we also have created um, to really help you navigate your body to kind of help you figure out where the source of your problem is coming from. Because if you don't have that piece, you are going to be treating a symptom. So if we can help you navigate your body and get you to understand it a little bit more, you're going to be able to get to someone that's going to be able to help you with that information and really um, get you the help that you, that you need, or we'll also have some other options as well after that course. So anyway, um, on to, um, this next podcast, can't wait for you to um, listen to it again. Um, we'll have a special offer at the end of this podcast, as well as some great resources in the comment section. This is the empower your life podcast where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. So today we're going to talk about MRIs. Are they really worth the cost? The cost of an MRI is anywhere between $600 to $1,500. And in my opinion, you could save your money and spend it on something that's actually gonna really give you a result. And we're gonna talk about why here. We're also gonna talk about when you should have an MRI. We'll talk about what, what the research says about MRIs. Are we really talking about you know evidence-based medicine? I don't think so. There's so many things that we do where if you really look at the research, the evidence is just not there. So let's get started. So first, um, let's get into the answer. My answer is always save your money and let me tell you why. So when we go and look at the research on MRI, and this is like tons of research and it doesn't matter which body part we talk about. So it could be the back or it could be the knee or it could be the shoulder, um, the neck, you know, all the research is pretty much um, saying the same thing. So if you looked at, if I just took the research and just kind of Averaged it, averaged it all out. Um, anywhere between 60 to 90% of the time, um, people that are fully functional, pain-free, have nothing going on, are gonna show something. 
60 to 90% of the time. So if that's the case and all of a sudden you start hurting and you go get an MRI, there's a chance 60 to 90% of the time that something's going to show. So is that really what's going on or is there something else that's going on? And, and that's where we have to, you know, sit down, have a conversation, figure some of these things out. But the problem is, is that, you know, you go see a doctor, a specialist, and they only have about 10 minutes to spend with you. And so they'll just go off and say, let's go get MRI. Let's see what's going on. Um, and we'll talk about why that doesn't work. And then they come back and like, oh yeah, we see this. And um, this is what we need to do based on that, based on a 10 minute conversation, barely even moving you. And most of the time when we hurt, we're not really sure what happened. It's not like we had a fall. If we had a fall or there was a serious car accident and you had symptoms going down your arms, um, we need to get testing on that. We, we need to make sure that, you know, there's no bones that are fractured, um, you know, things like that. So that's, that's when, you know, it's important to get some testing done. But the majority of the time, when you go and you ask, what did you do there? The patients will say, I'm not really sure. I kind of woke up one day. I started hurting. I kind of had this little small, um, like stiffness and now it's turned into something bigger. I don't know what I did. And so that's when you're like, mm, MRIs probably are not going to be, um, the best source of what, you need to do. So when you look again at the research, you could have a meniscal tear in your knee and that meniscal tear can be something um, that's already just been there. Like as we get older, we just have them. It's, it's called wear and tear. <laughs> so you may not actually have a meniscal tear. We find that often. There's other things that happen that really mimic a meniscal tear, but that's not what's going on. So this can lead you to unnecessary procedures. You could have degenerative disc disease, herniated discs. Um, those are all common things. Arthritis that are common things that you see as we get older that you know will pop up. Rotator cuff tears. Did you know that the majority of baseball players, pitchers that are throwing the ball really fast and really hard, 90% of them have rotator cuff tears, but they're fully functional. So 60% of the adults usually have some, some version of a rotator cuff tear, their shoulder starts hurting. And all of a sudden the doctors are like, Oh yeah, you have a rotator cuff tear. We probably need to get this fixed. Now, was it already there or is there something else that's going on? So let's talk about a little bit more and dive deeper into why. So as we get older, what happens is, you know, we get wrinkles on our face. It's just what happens as we get older. We don't want them, but it, it's part of aging. Now those wrinkles don't do any damage or in, there's, they're not, it's not life-threatening. It's just kind of what happens as we get older. Well, as we age, our bones and our tissues start becoming older and they get wrinkles on the bones essentially. And so you're going to show things like degenerative changes. It's just a part of aging, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's causing your pain. People, many people have degenerative changes and have no pain whatsoever. So usually there's something else that is going on and that's what we have to dive deep into. And a 10 minute conversation with a doctor usually doesn't cut it. You really need to, um, you know, have time spending with someone that's really going to sit down, have the conversation, take you through a full thorough evaluation to really figure out what's going on. So I always say to where the side of the pain is, is often not where the source of the problem is located. So let's go back to that rotator cuff. You, you show that you have a rotator cuff. We've had many clients that came in that 
had a rotator cuff and we had several of them that had surgery scheduled or did surgery and they either got worse with a surgery um, or it didn't work and they're still hurting six months later or they decided to come in and see us because we're like oh hmm, you're not really sure what you did but you have this rotator cuff tear and they're going to do surgery. You've tried traditional like physical therapy. They just gave you some exercises for your shoulder. Of course, that's not going to work when in reality, their pain was coming from their neck or their pain was coming from their thoracic spine or some sort of combination. You've got to look there. And so you can have a hard time lifting your arm up, but it's not a shoulder problem. It's a neck problem or a thoracic spine problem, but no one will look there to really figure that out. Same thing with the knee. There's things that, that mimic a meniscal tear. There's research they actually have done with people that are going, that were going to have a total knee replacement. They were in line to have a total knee replacement. They went and did an evaluation by a, a McKinsey therapist, a specialist, some, something that we have at our office. And they went through the evaluation process and 40% of them fit into this category where, you know, we just did some, some joint mobilizations and showed the patient how to do some joint mobilizations. And that's what, what got them better within two weeks, they were feeling fantastic. They no longer needed to have that total joint replacement 40% in one research study. That's a lot of people that didn't need to have surgery that showed, Oh, there's a lot of degenerative changes that are going on. We need to have a total knee replacement but they didn't need it. And so this is what I'm saying is you really got to get to someone that understands the body to really kind of figure some things out. You can have stuff that's going on in your back or your hip that is creating some knee issues. You've got to get that figured out. So really getting to someone that understands the whole entire body is going to really help you out and really giving you the education to figure out, oh, these are the steps that we need to take. And again, it can't happen in a 10 minute conversation. So when should I get an MRI? So I said a little bit at the very beginning, I talked about how, you know, if you had a car accident and you're having some massive symptoms down your arm, well, we need to get some imaging to make sure that there's no fractures or things like that. Like we have got, we don't want to move you if, if there happens to be something like that, that's going on, or you fell and landed on your arm and your arm is hurting. Definitely you're gonna to wanna to get an MRI. And so the questions that I usually ask the patients to ask the doctors, um, if they're saying, oh, I wanna, I need to go get an MRI when, especially when you're like, I'm not sure what I did, I just started hurting. So the questions I usually tell them to ask the doctor is, is this going to change anything and how you choose, like what our next steps are gonna be? Like, I don't wanna have surgery, so, so that's off the table, but, is it going to change what the next steps are? And if it's not going to change what the next steps are, because you're not going to have surgery, you don't want to have surgery, um, then, then you don't need to get an MRI. Like you need to get someone that's going to figure out like what's going on and kind of piece everything back together for you. But let's say you, um, you know, have an injury, like an ACL potential ACL tear. They went and did the testing. They can't really feel an infill in the joint. Well, you're, you're wanting to get an MRI to determine if surgery is going to be an option for you or nope, we can see that the, the, um, ACL is intact. We're okay. So you're you have to decide between yes, I'm going to have the surgery or no, I'm not going to have the surgery. But if you're like, I don't want to have a surgery. I'm not sure what I did. And I, you know, getting an MRI is not going to give you any information because you're literally going to find something wrong, especially as we get older. So when you're younger, 
things don't show up, even though you're having some pain because you're younger and you're not seeing some of the degenerative changes. So like it, as we get older, that number goes up and gets higher. That's why, you know, there's a range from 60 to, to 90%. Um, so you really have to be careful because if your pain's not really coming from that, it's going to lead you down the wrong path. It's going to lead you down to doing more procedures that are unnecessary and you don't want that. And that's where you have to get to someone that can really at least sit down and have a conversation. Like at our office, we do these things what we call discovery visits where you can sit down and actually talk to one of our specialists to figure out what is going on, to sit down and have a conversation and understand, you know, what have you tried and why it's not working? We can give you some clear indications as why why things aren't working. We see things all the time that are like, what the heck are they doing? Um, and a lot of times you'll have, you'll go to healthcare providers and they only look at the body in one way. And it's really multifactorial. You know, it's not just the tissue getting a massage doesn't just always help it doing exercises doesn't always help it. Um, you know, doing joint mobs and that's all that you're looking at is, is doing some manipulations doesn't always help, but you've got to look at the whole big picture and take you through the process to get you out of what's going on and figuring out like, why is this happening? And what are you doing throughout the day? That's creating some of your problems. So it's, it's sitting down and spending time with you. And that's really where you have to go find someone that's going to really be able to help you. And that's where it's like, you know, this $600 to $1,500 could be spent towards someone that actually can sit down and have a conversation and go through it and, and help you get out of pain and get your life back. Like that's, I mean, that's what we do all, all the time. So money might be spent, you know, doing something different to really give you some more answers other than just, oh, here's a picture. A lot of times if the doctor's like, oh, I just want to take a picture and see what's going on. Um, I wouldn't do it. The question that I would ask is, okay, so you're taking this picture. How is this going to change your mind into what we're going to do next? And just ask him that and see what he has to say. And if he's like, well, I just want to see what's going on. Well, mm, I don't know if that's like going to be my best option or, or not. Like, do you find any red flags or anything like that that's going on that makes you think that there's something pretty sinister going on here? I mean, you can ask questions to kind of be like, Ooh, these are some red flags that are going on. We probably need to go and further investigate this. Definitely. If you have red flags is another reason why you get an MRI, but that's like 1% of the time, but you need to ask those questions to determine if, if, if they determine if there is something like that going on. So, um, let's go back to my original question. Is an MRI worth it? I don't think it is. Um, I think there's things that you can do that are going to, that you're going to be able to spend your time and money on. That's going to give you way more answers. So make sure that you subscribe to this, this channel. We do a lot of education events, um, different testimonials. You'll see yourself and their stories go, oh my gosh, it sounds like me. I've tried, I've tried all those things that they've tried and nothing's worked, but they're getting some results here. You're going to see their stories. Fantastic, fantastic testimonials. We also um, interview different businesses in the healthcare system to give people different ideas of what is out there because we really want to treat the body holistically. We really believe that, you know, our body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment, if we can get to the source of the problem and, um, and we can most of the time check out our blogs. If you go to empower-pt.com slash blog, um, some great blogs, you also can get the links below and you can always get our latest podcast at empower-pt.com slash podcast. We also have a fantastic event coming up next week. It is, um, on, um, five mistakes 
that lead to chronic reoccurring back pain. We see stuff like this all the time. Our clients literally that come in have done one or more of these mistakes. So I was like, I've got to put a presentation together on this so people can realize what they should not be doing and then moving into what they can do and some ideas of what the next steps might look like for them so that they can actually get their life back because it is possible to get lasting results with um, physical therapy when you get to the right provider. We see it all the time, giving you the tools to understand what's going on, what you're doing throughout the day and what you can do to combat what you're doing throughout the day and getting to like the source of it. Like again, with back pain, there's multiple sources. Like we've got to figure out, you know, what kind of pain you're in and you've got to hit those categories correctly. And then we've got to figure out like, where is it coming from? Thoracic spine, back, hip, it could be coming from any one of those. And so we'll get into doing a, a little bit more of a deep dive there. And if you want those links, they're also in the comment section. So guys, I hope you um, enjoyed the education and uh, we will see you later. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, the Client Relations Manager. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you are looking for more information to figure out how to fix your back pain, click on the link below for our back pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, you can also click on the link below for a free discovery visit if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thank you.